Welcome to this episode of Copico Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Galdera, with Kamehameha Schools Communications Team. We're here again on Maui as part of the He Honua Indigenous Research Conference, and we've been learning quite a lot this week. This was actually recorded in mid-March, so if you're tuning in later than that, just to give you some uh, background and context, we uh, were able to be a part of this conference where more than 500 participants from around the world have come together to share their take on indigenous knowledge and education, so quite a wealth of information to take uh, here at the He Honua Indigenous Research Conference. And part of that allows us to meet very interesting and knowledgeable people, like our guest today, Gordon Umi Kai, who's joining us. Thank you for joining us today. Mahalo. Thank you for uh, inviting me to talk. Yeah. And can you give our listeners a little background about your, your approach to education and what you're doing now as far as what you're sharing with uh, not only Native Hawaiian students, but the community as a whole? Yeah, it, um, uh, you know, I have no professional uh, degrees in teaching, but uh, I think in traditional fashion, it's your experiences that really measure uh, how well you are as a teacher. And so far, I've been lucky enough to be uh, classified as a good teacher by uh, organizations as well as individuals. So I have a lot of uh, haumana that are under me and my method of teaching is uh, making sure they observe what I'm doing uh, first because observation is one of the the key learning tools that the Hawaiians always had without observing the the, the sky and the sea and uh, and the land and what's on the land they would never have been able to get here or even survive uh, in the island so observation is a key so in my teaching techniques I always uh, make the item that they're going to be learning uh, and let them watch. Uh, and I tell them not to just watch what I'm uh, um, exactly doing for the shaping, but watch my hand positions, watch how I turn the object. Uh, you got to know the, the, the nuances uh, and observe everything. Uh, look with a critical eye, don't just look. Yeah, but uh, that that takes a little practice. You'd be surprised. Yeah. A lot of people not watching. Uh, as an example, if I, they want to make a makau, a, a bone fish hook, and I uh, I show them what our design is going to be, um, and uh, I show it to them, and they they all say, oh, "Wow, that's a good one that they want to make." And I say, "Okay, have, is it, have you taken a good look at it?" They say, "Yeah." Okay, I take it away. Then I said, "Okay, draw it." Okay, and nobody can draw it. Uh, I would say uh, not even nine out of ten on the first draw uh, can make it, and that's why I give them a full sheet of paper so they can have more attempts. And then I bring it back out again and leave it out, and then let them uh, draw again with it in front of them. Okay, and still half of the group, if not more, still can't get it, wow. and that's because they're not looking real close. Okay, so I tell them keep drawing it until you get close. Don't have to be exact, but get close. So the teaching technique is um, is something that I've learned uh, through experience, but also through uh, family teachings. And uh, it, it wasn't really teaching per se, as much as it's a way of life, and um, you you just have to. Uh, go with 
whatever is being done. So you, you have to observe what your father's doing, your mother's doing, so that you can emulate what they had just done in order to learn it. Okay. Yeah. And, and you ahead. mentioned making items like a fish hook and also other native Hawaiian implements that might have been used in war in the past. And how do you take that to the next level, though? Instead of just making that instrument or that piece, how do you then expand on the, the cultural significance of that in, as part of your teaching approach? Uh, yeah, the actual item itself is uh, just the surface. Okay? Uh, what materials do you need to, uh, to continue that? Um, either a meakawa or a makau or a pohakukuiai. What materials are needed? Uh, first of all, they need to find out what the function is. What are you going to be making and what's the function? That will determine the type of material and the design. Okay. Once you've done that, now you have to go in and gather and research. So that means uh, knowing and identifying plants, types of stone. Uh, everybody will, will say, well, what kind of stone do I look like? I mean, look for for Pohakukuiai. Is it basalt? I said 90% of the island is basalt. The other 10% is coral. Okay, so, yeah, you're going to get basalt, but it's choosing the right kind of basalt. There are different degrees. So it, it, it goes deeper. Yeah? So choosing materials that's appropriate. Uh, and what happens if you can't find it? That's because you didn't plant it, because you didn't uh, source it out. You, you might need to uh, take a boulder and crack it in half to get the, the proper stone that you need. Right. Okay, so it involves a, a, a much deeper uh, uh, resourcing. Okay, and that's a good parallel be- because not only as far as making items and, and researching that way, but from a broader lens, the way you you learn about other things too. That's a great approach, right? Is that you can't just dive right in. You have to do your research and get the background before you dive in. So is that part of your approach to teaching as well? That's very very true. Uh, example on uh, going outside of my teaching my wife she weaves lohala so the first thing a a student would have to learn is where do you get your leaves and what are proper leaves to to collect so the first lesson is you select a tree that is uh, convenient for you close to the house or easy access and you clean all the leaves around the base take all clean up the area weed it out if you need be all the leaves remaining on the tree that are dry are the ones you want. Okay. Or the next, if they look uh, too old, then you pull them all off, and or pull the ones that are too old. And uh, the next time you come by, a couple of days later, you'll have leaves that are, are the ones you want to use. But malama the tree. Okay. So once you malama the tree, you know you always have a good source of your leaves. And we're talking with Kumu Umi Kai here on Kapiko Podcast, coming to you, I want to say live, but we're not going to be live by the time our listeners hear this. But we're at the Heo Hunua Indigenous Research Conference on Maui. And Kumu, going back to, I really like that point about how you have to take, you know, one of my sayings is proper preparation prevents poor performance. And I think your approach hits that on the head because you basically have to do all the legwork before you get to that final product. So 
even though yours is a traditional approach to teaching as far as a Native Hawaiian uh, kumu is concerned, how can other organizations and other teachers take your approach and apply that to whether it be a science class, a math class, or even English as far as taking your approach and, and passing that on to the, their hamana? A uh, little difficult because de- depending on the subject matter, right. uh, if you're an English teacher, of course, you know it's, it's going to be a different approach. But uh, I think all of the, the teachers have to recognize in their students that not everybody can do English well, uh, not everyone can do math well or chemistry. So they, they'll have to balance themselves to accept those uh, students who excel in them and accept those that don't excel in them. And they need to take the approach that uh, they spend more time with those that cannot excel. Uh, those that can excel, give them the work because you know they can handle it. Okay, Then have those students teach the ones that are slower. Because the experience of, of teaching um, um, strengthens the knowledge. So if I was doing braiding and uh, a class in braiding, I see that out of 10 people, four of them really got it fast, okay? And I said, ask them, did you, uh, how did you learn that? Or did you learn it well? They go, oh, yeah, I got them, Kumo. I can do it. I said, okay, you got to do it three times before you, you can tell me you got it. And they do it three times. Then I said, you got it? They go, yeah. I said, no, not yet. You, if you can teach those other four that didn't get it yet, then I know you got it. Then they go over and teach those four. So you have to use the strengths to uh, balance out the weaknesses. Okay. Yeah. So it's almost like a, a team captain approach to a sports team where you identify those real high performers mm-hmm. almost because the weakest person of the team represents the team. And you want to bring that weakness up. Right. Okay. And what better way than to take the strengths to uh, balance that out? It's like the, the Hawaiian philosophy of ku and hina. You know, you need to find balance. And it's not balance that stays with the person all the time. And we don't mean 50-50. Your ku uh, might be 40% and your hina 60%. Okay, But at certain uh, times of the day, certain times of the year, you want to counterbalance that because of the situation. Yeah. Awesome. That's, that's great. Mahalo kumu umi for joining us today. Well, mahalo to you made me nervous but it's fine yeah you did awesome and for all our listeners thank you for tuning in to Kapiko podcast we'll have more episodes for you every week and again you can download on spotify google play music and stitcher and there'll be a few more outlets coming your way soon so for commitment schools i'm kyle galdera take care and aloha